Welcome. You're listening to Ask the Doulas, a podcast where we talk to experts from all over the country about topics related to pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and early parenting. Let's chat. Welcome to Ask the Doulas. My name is Alyssa Beneclos, and I'm super excited to be talking to Carol Kramer Arsenal. She is a registered nurse, um, author of the award-winning book, Newborn 101, and then founder of Boston Baby Nurse and Nanny. Hi, Carol. Hi. Hello. Thank you for having me. So I'm really excited about our topic because we've never done anything like this before. And we're going to talk today about broaching really tricky subjects with your caregivers. So I think you're a great one to talk about this because obviously you have a giant nanny agency, but I think this could relate to whether you have a nanny, a postpartum doula, it's your mother-in-law in your home. Like how do you bring up really tricky subjects with these people who are helping you care for your child. And it's especially important right now with COVID, right? There's all these other like touchy subject areas that we've never had to deal with before. So what would you, or where do you want to start with this? Yes. Well, I will start by saying the nanny parent relationship is tricky. It can be complicated and it has to be nurtured. Unlike any other relationship, you know, when we have a caregiver or nanny in the home, we're trusting this person to care for our most valuable things in our lives, our kids. Being a mom myself, my kids are older, but you know, it's tough when you leave your children in in, in the hands of someone else. And, you know, you can vet the nanny and, you know, you do the interview and the background check, but it's really important to foster a good relationship with your nanny. Again, because they're caring for your kids. And what I found to be really, really helpful is right from the start is to be clear about job responsibilities and expectations. Communication, huge. I think just as a culture, it's not easy to communicate, right? It's not easy. And sometimes what I think in my head is completely different about a situation that someone else has. And so, you know, learning to like really communicate and talk to people is really important and job responsibilities and expectations really being clear from the beginning and being honest and open and letting any strong emotions pass before engaging in any type of productive discussion, right? If it came to that, you know, and it takes time to get to know each other the parent and the nanny. And so, you know, initially the first year or so, or six months, especially it takes time for both parent and nanny to get to know each other. Um, and so I, when I, I talk to a lot of moms and I talk to a lot of nannies and we, we support both. And, um, our advice is always, if you have an issue about something in a nice, respectful way, you know, ask the nanny when you have time later this evening, can we talk for a few minutes? I have a few things that are on my mind that I'd like to talk to you about and, you know, not waiting until we're like, you know, frothing about an issue just to let her know, you know, can we have some time later? It's something I'd like to talk to you about. It's kind of a good life lesson in general. I think a lot of, you know, conflict avoidant people find it really hard to say, oh my gosh, they're doing something I don't like. 
but how do I bring this up? So that's just hard for, I mean, parent or not. So it's almost like if you can set, like you said, set these expectations really early and say, you know, I think in a parent's mind, they have to realize this person works for me, right? Like I need to tell that I need to set these job responsibilities. And maybe for that person, it's like writing them down, going over with the nanny or other caregiver and and seeing if there's any questions, is this detailed enough? Did I leave any, is anything too vague? Cause yeah, that can, I could just see where that could be when someone is in your home 24 seven, basically live it, do a lot of your nannies or they like live in. Not most of our nannies uh, are, are there, you know, 40 to 50 hours a week. They're not living. Okay. okay. So when they're there all day, basically while the parents are at work, like eight to six, maybe you want to know you're going to work to do your thing and then coming home and that all the work at home has been done the way you want it to. Cause the, I mean, worst case scenario, your nanny is not doing what you want and now creating more work for you when you get home. But if you're too right. afraid to ask, that's <laughs> what, right? It's so true. Yes, you're right on. And um, along with that, during COVID, a lot of parents are working at home. They're working remote. And so a lot of our nannies are getting used to working with parents that are, you know, in the next room, door closed, and they'll come out and get their lunch. And so that whole relationship um, dynamic is different when the parents are in the home, brings another level to it. But one of the benefits of addressing any issue quickly is that your nanny will learn from you. So by me saying to Susan, who who is taking care of my kids, Susan, I wanted to touch base with you about something later tonight. And, you know, and then when I do touch base, it's not a huge thing. It's Susan, the last, you know, two or three days you've been coming 20 minutes late and I really have to start my day at blah, blah, blah. So I just, is there a reason why? And, you know, and then Susan says, oh, I didn't realize, I thought you didn't start you know, so it was sort of a miscommunication, right? And so good to nip it in the bud, right? Like that's an easy one. But right. what the mom has also done has set an example of she had an issue. She discussed it with the nanny. Now the nanny, when she has something, will also feel that it's easier to approach the mom. I mean, and that's huge because we want to make sure if there's anything that the nanny is upset about or is so anything that's going on in her mind, it's best for the to, to speak to it because when that builds and issues build, it takes out on the kids. It get you know, and so it's very important. Um, so we set a good example when we approach the nanny, and then the nanny will approach us as well. Yeah, and the longer it sits, the bigger it becomes, and you know, a- avoiding it, it doesn't go away. And it's funny, so many times it's just miscommunication. Like we just had that where the the nanny was coming late, um, just a few minutes. And she really thought that the mom said, oh, come anytime between 7.30 and 8. And, you know, maybe the mom, maybe she said that, who knows, but the mom just needed to clarify, no, I have to be on my computer at 7.30. So, you know, the nanny was like, oh my gosh, I'm up at five. I'm happy to come. So it was such an easy, but then there are some things that that are a little more, um, you know, there are bigger issues. Um, and, and one of the other things that we say to both the mom is to pick your battles, you know, and we can't be critical and have these expectations because number one, we want her to be happy. So I'm curious when you talk about communication, how this relates to mindfulness, because 
I see that you're also a certified mindfulness instructor. So what do you do in that realm with your team of nannies? Where mindfulness, you know, developing mindfulness and where that comes into play is that, you know, we're living in stressful times and being a parent, working full time, having a nanny is stressful as is the nanny's jobs. And we have these kids who are in the middle and they're stressed as well. And so, you know, what we teach is a way for nannies to start getting in touch with their feelings and being able to identify what that feeling is. We live in a society where feelings are not regarded and emotions like, oh, don't, we don't want to do this. And they're pushed down and they're pushed down and, and it creates like resentments and it creates all kinds of like negative mindset. And the whole idea about, you know, being mindful is that when something comes up for the nanny that she's uncomfortable with, like she has the understanding, she's in touch with her feelings enough that she can identify what that is and she can talk to the mom about it. And then, you know, the mom as well. And, you know, mindfulness, the ability to, you know, shut down and be in touch with the present moment. And so, you know, setting aside a a time each day to practice mindfulness and, you know, for the nanny to do that with the children, for the mom to do that to the children, for all of them to do that together, you know, they, and the kids are like sponges. They absorb whatever it is that they hear. Um, We are their role models. And so if I come home from work and I go in the other room and I'm upset and yelling because I had a crazy day at work or something's going on. Even if my kids are in the other room, my kids hear that and the kids are affected by that. And this is research proven. It's not anything that Carol made up or, you know, that this is research based children pick up on this energy. And so mom's in the other room, all upset thinking, oh, I'm protecting the kids They, you know, they don't hear it, but they are affected by that. And so part of the idea of being mindful is to be aware of, you know, what it is, like, why am I upset? And are there other ways for me to express these emotions? Because we want our kids to be able to express those emotions in a healthy way, right? And to regulate their emotions. And if we as adults and as moms and nannies can regulate our emotions, then the kids are going to be able to do that as well. But it's something that you know, I didn't learn this until, you know, I was in my forties, you know, and things happened in my life. And I, you know, one thing led to another, and I was in a place where I needed something and it happened to be meditation. And, you know, one thing led to another, but it has taught me that when there's an issue, if I hold it in, it gets huge and nobody benefits, you know, having a a nanny and communicating and understanding the science behind it, right, as well, um, is really important. So we try to incorporate the two. Children are the most important piece of this, you know, parents, we want what's best for our kids, and our nannies want what's best for our kids as well. And by being able to set a good example, and if we're upset with something, to validate that and say, yes, you're right. I was wrong. I should not have said that. I'm you know, I'm sorry. I know that hurts. Validating feelings is huge. And so I think as parents and caregivers, we need to recognize that first within us. And then we can teach our kids how to respond. And I can give you a, an example that just popped into my mind. But I remember my daughter coming home from school 
and being upset because she wasn't invited to a birthday party. And so what I did is said, well, that's okay. Come on, let's have our own party. Let's do, you know, it's okay. You don't need to be invited. But the point being, you know, in hindsight now, my daughter needed to feel those feelings. And so having learned what I learned, if I had a redo, I would say, Caroline, I know that really stinks. That must, I can imagine that's making you feel sad that you weren't invited. And I feel like that too. And it's okay to feel sad. And you know what? You're not going to get invited to everything. And you know, that's sort of the way it is, but like acknowledging and letting the child be okay with it is huge. And as adults, any relationship that we have, um, it's important, but Again, like what we're talking about is the caregiver and the child. And so for um, a, a parent and a nanny to be able to listen to each other, really listen and validate is wonderful. And, and what happens is the respect that grows between the two people is such a positive event that the kids benefit, everyone benefits, you know? And so if a mom and nanny's having a really tough time, um, with one of the kids and she doesn't know how to bring it up to the mom and she's really stressed because this kid's really fresh or or he's going into her purse and stealing things for the nanny to be able to tell you know talk to the child but then also to talk to the mom and say you know I I'm trying the best that I can but I'm really I need you to support me uh, and then the mom will say oh you know what thank you for letting me know I didn't realize that that must make you feel right again validating I love that. So are you teaching, you're teaching this to the nannies to then carry forward to the families, but are, do the parents also have access to this training? Okay. Awesome. Which is great. And we love it. And we make it our goal. It's like, we truly care about the family unit. And I'm so lucky and grateful that when I started Boston baby nurse, I, I was a nurse. I cared, you know, I cared for patients. And even though I have a business, I'm still a nurse first. And I've surrounded myself with women and caregivers and you know newborn care experts that really have a passion and care what they do as well. And if we can make a difference in their lives, that's why we do this, you know, and that's we've been doing this for 15 years. And one of the things that's come to the forefront in the last you know, five years or so is when we integrate the mind, the body, the soul, right? And it's not just about scheduling and doing everything that we can and checking off our to-do list and, um, you know, taking our meds because, you know, the child has ADD or, or what, you know, and some children need medication. But, you know, the point being is that when we can decrease anxiety by just breathing, why not do that? Right. And, and so our, our goal is to, to make people aware of that. And like, there are certain, you know, just a few slow, deep breaths, the child will calm down and, you know, everyone calms down. So there are just a few techniques that are so simple. They're almost innate, but we've been, I don't know, in this society, this day and age of we're busy, we've got work, we've got this and that, and the kids are overscheduled that we don't have time to just sit and do nothing. And by teaching our nannies, you know, kids come home from school and let them play, you know, let them have a little downtime. And it's important that the parents are on the same page as well. And, you know, at the end of the day, after a few weeks or months, you see a difference in these families' lives, you know, parents communicating better, 
parents and, and grandparents and the nanny. So it really um, is a way of life that has you know many, many benefits. You know, we could go on and on about different ways to practice mindfulness, but especially like when you have a nanny, you know, in your home or a caregiver, you want to make sure that the relationship is positive. And, you know, we get calls from nannies all the time. And some of the calls, I'll give you an example. Then Danny said, I cannot work for this family anymore because all I do is clean all day. And the mom's leaving me more and more and more. And I just happened to overhear the conversation. And, and so I, I said to the woman who I'm you know, working with, I said, well, ask her, has she talked to the mom? Oh, no, I didn't say I haven't said anything to the mom. Like such a great example. So this nanny's ready to leave. This has been going on for six months. Right. And so. I ended up calling the mom and the mom had no idea. She was, she had no idea. And she thought it was, it was a great setup and that the nanny liked to be busy. The baby naps for three hours. I thought she wanted to be busy and it was such like a misunderstanding, but this nanny was going to leave her job and this mom had no clue. So there's huge disconnect, huge disconnect. And you know, like it's just natural for the nanny. She's not going to be that loving towards the kids because she feels upset. Right. So again, it just all comes back to mindfulness, thinking, communicating, and listening, you know, and just being respectful of the other person and knowing that when there's a situation that people see it differently. Everyone's got their own color glasses on and, you know, the nanny might have a purple pair and she sees the situation like this and mom has a blue pair and she sees the situation like that. And so let's take the glasses off and, you know, speak to each other about it. And what a great example too, like when these children see that, right, they mimic our behavior. And it's interesting Our dynamic at Boston Baby Nurse internally with our team leaders has really benefited from this because we all are more mindful now, not just about the parents and the nannies, but the way we interact with each other, right? I've learned so much in the last two or three years about how I interact with my team and, you know, listening and slowing things down, you know, and putting things into perspective. And if we can take this information and give it to the nanny or the caregiver and the parents, then we, we, we make the world a little bit of a better place because there's a little more love. There's more understanding. There's, there's more happiness, right? A little bit at a time. And, you know, at the end of the day, that's what we all want. Hey, Alyssa and Kristen here, just popping in to tell you about our Becoming a Mother online course. We created this course with everything that we wish we would have known or resources that we wish we'd have had during our own pregnancies and early parenting time. I'm so excited for you mothers to join us. There's so many things, so many opinions. Who do you trust? And Kristen and I have over 15 years of combined experience and we've worked with thousands of families. We have done the hard work for you already. To find out more about our course, go to our website, goldcoastdoulas.com. And then under classes, you will find Becoming a Mother. We hope to see you there. You've got this. We've got you.
So let's say um, there's a doula, a nanny, some sort of caregiver listening. Are your courses available for just random nanny in, you know, wherever they are in the country, in the world to get a hold of not just mindfulness, but do you have other courses as well? Yes. So we have a, an online education platform it's available to nannies. We have au pairs. We have caregivers from all over the world that take the classes and it depends on what, you know, their interest is. And we have a whole series of mindfulness classes, but we also have um, you know, caring for kids with allergies, caring for kids with um, special needs, right? Caring for multiples. There's so many ways that we can, you know, educate ourselves. And the more that we know, you know, the better job we can do. And so our, our mission really is to make this available to everyone. And it's a lot of times the parents will purchase these for their nanny, which is kind of cool too. Yeah, that's a cool gift. Yeah. Yeah. And we have to pay for our platform. Um, Obviously, our goal is to, you know, we want to make the world a better place. And so we're putting out this content, you know, offering it to at the best prices that we can. And we continue to make new classes all the time when, when things come up different things come up and we have a team um, of team of experts, really. We have pediatricians and we talk to child psychologists and, you know, different types of people. And so the information that we, that we do put together, all approved by the American Academy of Pediatrics, it's researched, it's evidence-based. Um, again, we don't make up our own, our, our own information, but we make it available. That's great. And then before we sign off, I would love to hear a little bit more about your book and where people can find that. Great. Yeah. So Newborn 101, it is everything that a parent needs to know from birth to the first year. We talk about the tough things, sleeping, getting babies on a little bit of a schedule, developmental. Um, We talk a little bit about uh, baby hygiene, breastfeeding, food, pretty much the first year. and focus, the first part of the book is focused on what we call the fourth trimester and, you know, bringing home a new baby. The first three months is a crazy time. I mean, it was, it's been a long time for me, but I remember those times and, and I was ready for any information I could get. And when I was a labor and delivery nurse, parents would say, can you, can I, can you come home with me? Can I take my nurse home? I want to take my, and so that is where um, the idea for the book Came. So a lot of this information is exactly what I would tell parents and patients when they were leaving the hospital. And it's available on Amazon. It's online on our website, bostonbabynurse.com and other bookstores as well. Great. We'll put links to all of those in the show notes. And, you know, I didn't say this, but just what I, I think is also important that the power of mindfulness with children, with kids is greater than with adults because their brains and bodies are, are still developing. And so when they are mindful or they are meditating for a few minutes, they're literally reinforcing and strengthening the neural pathways that underlie focus, self-control, self-regulation. It's crazy. And I just, I will tell you real quick, we did a, a video on teaching mindfulness and yoga and we had a four-year-old little girl. You know, she's running, you know, she's on the mat having fun. And we took a little teddy bear, we put it on her belly. And I had a little teddy bear on my belly. And we both laid down. And so we taught this little girl how to breathe by having the teddy bear rise up and down. And 
you know, she did it for five or 10 minutes, but that whole five or 10 minutes, that was meditation for her, right? Because all she was doing was watching her belly go up and down, up and down. So later that day, mom called me and she said, I don't know what happened to Jojo is her name. She has been an angel all day. And she helped with her brother's bath and she went to sleep. She's been amazing. So, you know, who knows, but I just thought that was funny because she did the end, you know, say to me, wow. And, and they've been practicing ever since with that little teddy bear. So we videoed that and we ended up putting that in one of our online classes. Easy way, right? Yeah, because yeah. like, what, what kid is going to sit there and like meditate? No, right. a four-year-old, they're too great. So, so like those little tricks, we have those. And, uh, and I think it's really cool to do. Like I took a class and learned like h- how to get the attention because the kids, we are changing the next generation, right? Mm-hmm. And changing the paradigm of childcare, no more time out. No more. It's not like that. Anyway, I just, I'm so passionate about that. No, I agree with they're They're growing and developing at such an exponential rate that we're literally creating the next generation of adults who can now self-regulate because a lot of them can't, they cannot. (laughs) It's so true. It's so true. Yeah. Yeah. So good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me on your, on your show. It was just a pleasure. It was a pleasure to speak with you and to meet you and yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Take care. Thanks for listening to ask the doulas for more information about gold coast doulas. Visit us on our website, goldcoastdoulas.com. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give us a five-star review. Thank you. Remember, these moments are golden.